0: Hey everyone snickerman here back with another gaming with passion podcast this is podcast number seven today we have an extremely extremely a good friend of mine aka my brother nick and today he's going to join me on the podcast and we're going to talk all about the first games that got us into gaming what our first memories of different consoles are as well as just different games from our childhood and this will probably be part one of a podcast that we'll have to resume later i hope you all enjoy this i had a lot of fun recording it with my brother okay so today we're going to talk about gaming memories growing up see
1: let's go back uh my earliest gaming memory probably was going to a neighbor's house and he had a super nintendo and that seeing Colin? It, yeah, seeing him play it. He wasn't really into it. And I mean, I, saw, I always saw like Super Nintendo, like Super Mario World on Super Nintendo. They used to have it like you would go to the mall and at children's place in the mall, they'd have like a Super Nintendo there and stuff and they would have Super Mario World. Well, for whatever reason, when I was a kid, I always wanted to try to play it and stuff, but it was like I was just a kid. So it just didn't, it's just another type of toy that, you know, was just around, but we never really had anything like that. I didn't really know about systems or anything like that until like N64 really. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think it's the same for me because I'm I'm even surprised you remembered Super Nintendo cuz I don't remember anything. I, I mean, I was born in 92. I'm trying to remember you Super remember Nintendo Sega Genesis. Yeah, I remember Sega Genesis when we were a few years old. That might have been one of the earlier ones as well. One of our neighbors had a Sega Genesis and a Sega CD. We would go over there and play like Sonic 3D Blast. I'd have to look up to see if that was before Game Boy had come out though. I remember we were at summer camp in the village and somebody had a OG Game Boy, but I think it was by the time Color was already out. But I remember seeing that and be like, well, that's really big because the original Game Boy was super big. I think that would probably be it. And then basically for us, As far as like a console or a handheld or anything like that, we had our mom's friend's kid had like this Atari computer, which later I found out was called, I believe it's the Atari 400 computer. It was a legitimate computer that had like these press buttons. Like the keyboard was part of the computer itself and it just. You could i think it was actually meant to like program your own games but it had cartridges and a lot of the games that i think were on like 2600 were also on this atari 400 but yeah. you should look into it if you've never heard of it it's it's pretty obscure it's not like valuable but it's just so uncommon oh, that no one valuable. yeah i don't think it's that valuable i was telling dad actually i was looking to try to get one like an atari 400 but if you remember well it was pretty big and it didn't really work and i think it wasn't it wasn't not working because it was a bad console like our version of it i think it was just bad in general like mm. and it was already like so by the time we had it like let's say that was like 96 or 97 i don't even know it had it come like out in 80 years. yeah exactly it was probably came out in like 80 something right yeah. 82 or 85 or whatever so that was pretty cool though and it was definitely it was cool for us because we didn't really have
1: any video games in our
0: house like the only thing we had seen is that neighbor houses or like my brother said in stores and we did have like the original donkey Kong.
1: i can't remember if i got my game boy before that that's what i'm saying i don't know i I think it was before that
0: it's possible that was definitely the first console we owned for sure i wanted to just see if we can name off like most of the games we had for atari we had panga pango pango which was a penguin
1: that where was you pushed
0: game. around blocks i might actually put some footage of that here if i can actually find any that game was a puzzle game super fun yeah pango and then we had like og donkey kong port which was really fun yeah. but we were really bad at it for a while i remember cory came over once and like showed us how to play it and then we we're like oh or like somebody showed us how to play it and eventually we started doing better we had like Was it like Missile Command? No, no, no. What was the? We couldn't get it to work. Yeah, we had this game Atlantis, and I think it was
1: Atlantis worked. Atlantis was like a shootem, a shooter where you had like a city and you pretty much shot up from there. But Uh, we had some. There was some other game that was some type of simulation that we couldn't figure out. Yeah,
0: and then I think the only other main one is Wizards of War, which still nobody knows about, and I still want to find. I wish it was, like, on a collection. I feel like it would be on an Atari collection somewhere on Metal PS2. Jesus I should look it up. Before maybe There was maybe one, was there one other game that we played? I don't know. Those are the main ones. We pretty much played Pango and Donkey Kong. I think we're, like, the only ones that we were really, like, oh, and Wizards of War. But,
1: uh, Wizard we played of Miss, War. quite a bit of Miss Pac-Man, too.
0: We had Miss Pac-Man? I don't even yep. remember that.
1: So that, w- that was our first
0: experience there, which, again, was funny because, you know, even if you have an older console when you're younger, I feel like most people had, like, NES and we were yeah. like over here with an atari 400 and like literally nobody knew what it was who we were alive in that time period okay and then i guess you can start talking about talk about when you got the game boy
1: yeah i mean it's probably it's either i i believe the original red and blue version of pokemon came out yeah 90s, it was like right when 97, it came 90, out 90 or 98 97 98 yeah i think
0: it was 97 98
1: because <laughs> i was definitely in like third grade and Everyone was talking about Pokemon but I didn't know what it was. Uh we didn't have cable so people were watching the anime on TV but and or just seeing commercials the commercials like I remember the commercials remember there was like on the bus there was just
0: like a bunch of mon- like a
1: bunch of the Pokemon
0: which we just thought were like monsters and they were like play Pokemon
1: I there was, like, was definitely whoa. like if a lot of people didn't play pokemon they watched the show and they used to ha- they had like this almost like pikachu tamagotchi type thing and it had a i remember they had a commercial for that where it'd be like pokemon pikachu like they would and it was like it was like a tamagotchi and it and it used like you had to shake it so they'd have commercials where like mm. people would be like sitting on washing machines and stuff to play this poke so people oh, really? about pokemon from that too because those commercials used to play mm. all the time but it was like around that time and i was in terms of video games at that point like i probably played some n64 and stuff mm-hmm. at friends houses or other systems but i didn't have we didn't have anything yeah and everyone had pokemon and there's like on it Us uh, one person i know had had like an old uh game i think they actually the people who did have it at that point had like an old had like the, the original game, game boy. boy yeah because at that point the game boy pocket was out but it was probably like less people had it if i'm not mistaken the pocket came out like very
0: close to when pokemon came out i'm
1: maybe it wasn't But But for anyone who's not familiar with the Game Boy Pocket, it's basically a regular Game Boy, except it's a lot smaller. Uh, It has like an adjustable gray scale. I I think it is on the original, but what's different is that the original was more
0: like a green tinted screen, if you remember. It's more gray. And yours is gray. Yeah,
1: like gray and black. It is a little green tinted, though. But it was like a small, it was basically like the size of like a Game Boy Color. It's like a little, it was like a little bit less long. And it could fit
0: in your pocket. It was pretty flat, too, or it was
1: flatter than a Game Boy Color. Much, much flatter. I randomly got one of those for Christmas one year and like I wasn't I didn't ask for it I wasn't expecting it I yeah, just grandpa got it got for you. and then uh I was gonna say I think it was probably one of those moments
0: where knowing grandpa he probably like went into a store and was like what do kids like and he probably went to a Toys R Us. And they were like, this is the new thing. Get this.
1: Well, and I th- he bought it for I him. think it was either that. I think I also heard that maybe some of the extended family, like maybe like Wayne or somebody had t- talked to him and was like, oh, he might like this. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, or they like kind of picked it out for him. from. But anyway, I got one of those. And then I was like, well, okay, but I don't have any games for it. And they were like, well, we can just take you to the store and get, get you a game for it. And I was like, oh, crap. And it was like, It was literally, like, right around when Pokemon was popular. and I I wanted to play Pokemon so bad, and I was like, well, we get the red version. I pretty much became a gamer pretty much from that game because, like, that was the first game that I just played through, got stuck in, I forget what, um... The first cave where you need flash, and (laughs) I didn't have flash, and I got through the tunnel. I got through that whole area without using flash because I was just frustrated and I wanted to get past it, and I didn't know what to do. And I didn't like there was no easy way for us to look up like walkthroughs or anything like that at the time. Yeah, we
0: didn't have a strategy guide or anything like that.
1: And it wasn't like I'm sure they do in older, like in newer Pokemon games, where stuff where you need flash, it'll be like, well, you can't come in here. But that one was literally like you could go in and you. You just had to kind of like figure out where because you could still kind of see yourself and you could still kind of see the outline if you held it in a certain light so you could kind of walk around and yeah and back then through. too
0: like you said you could also change the tint of the game so you could even try to like cheat a little bit and make it a, a certain contrast so you could actually kind of see where right. you're going but um, i will say too i I remember it being like right when Pokemon came out, but I think you're right. I think it was actually a little bit later. I would actually be curious to see when Game Boy
1: Pocket came out. Well, so I think I out. looked it up because I, someone was trying to tell me once that it came out. Pokemon came out in 1996, but I knew that wasn't true. because no, that's, that's not true. That's I know I was in kindergarten in 1996. It was like it was definitely. I remember being in third grade and like the people that I had in my class who had it and stuff like that. So it was at least within the year. Pokemon was pretty much just building up, but yeah, I mean, I pretty much became a gamer after that because it was just like I had also gotten a bomberman game for I think it's called bomberman yep. adventure or something like that uh for the original game boy but yeah pretty much it was just kind of glued to my game boy pocket and I wanted to beat Pokemon I you know I eventually beat the game and then it was like
0: tell them how you beat the game the classic kid move who was in your team
1: uh charizard level 100 <laughs> that uh, and I don't really remember any of the other because he was really the only one that mattered. Uh, I, I think
0: you like had a Mewtwo, but I can't remember if you got it way later. You probably got it way later. On. I think I got
1: Mewtwo after I beat the Elite Four. I want to say. Or I, no, you know what? I don't. I think in my Red version, I eventually got Mewtwo from a trade. But I believe in the original Red version, I killed Mewtwo and I did not catch it. Yeah, that makes sense because again, think, we had no knowledge
0: of like anything at that point. Right. I don't know if kids even realize that you catch Mewtwo back in the day. Uh,
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure some did, but I also think most people, I believe in the first game, you get the Master Ball. And that's meant to be used to catch Mewtwo. Yeah. Or at least a lot yeah. of people They give it to that. you,
0: like, right before right. you encounter Mewtwo. And
1: I don't remember what I use. I feel like I used my Master Ball on, like, Articuno or something. Like, I used it. Because you get it kind of early in the game, and I used it on like a legendary Pokemon.
0: I was pretty sure. I think you used it on legendary bird. It, it might
1: have been Zapdos. No, yeah, I don't, Zapdos. I, I think. I feel like Zapdos was pretty early on in the game, though. I don't think I used it on Zapdos. I think I caught him naturally. But I think like the Articuno, I was just like, I don't want to, because it was pretty difficult to catch those. Yeah, yeah. So I just used a master ball. Could have even been Moltres, which would be make the most sense, because I remember I was like, oh, why did I waste it on that? And like, I feel like Moltres is the most trash of the legendary birds in my opinion but <laughs> that definitely pretty much informed like all my gaming from the rest of that very yeah. like, rpg base i uh, was about to say because once you said
0: that too i
1: i feel the same
0: because i was obviously playing your games as well oh uh, tell them about blue version too
1: i i mean yeah so i I believe I eventually got blue version when we got Game Boy Colors either. I don't believe it was like the next year, but it was no. a, a very cl- year close after that Game Boy Color came out. And I don't remember when I got blue version. Cause I think when a Game Boy Color came out, I got silver version.
0: No, I'm pretty sure you got blue pretty close. I remember because I obviously didn't have my Game Boy Color yet. And I remember being kind of mad because you got another Pokemon game and I still couldn't, like I still didn't have my own. So it might've been like, actually, so you got it, it was Christmas when you got the Game Boy Pocket, right? It might've been like your birthday next year that you got blue or maybe, maybe maybe not. Maybe you randomly got it. I don't remember
1: when I got it. I feel like it wasn't like a Christmas thing. I vaguely remember getting blue when I got the Game Boy Color, but I'm pretty sure I got silver when I got the Game Boy Color. So no, I, I think you got it. It definitely was within a year I, I feel like when you got blue but back in those days it was like it wasn't really it wasn't like today we're like oh are you gonna get sun or moon it was more like they the whole thing you know it's like you gotta catch them all gotta catch so them it's all. like all the kids at school i could have been totally all. satisfied with my red version except you can only get me out you can only catch me out in the wild and blue mm-hmm. version and stuff like that so i eventually got blue version because i wanted to get all the pokemon and i was eventually able to with the help of link cables and you yeah and, and you got Mew other friends from game and i got Mew from, from our cousin
0: yeah from wayne i think so
1: i have all 151 wherever that game
0: is so that was the first memory and i would I would basically play whenever you didn't play, but the problem was, I think what happened was, I pretty much couldn't play Red version. Like if I was gonna play, I think you told me, you can play it, you just can't save. Because obviously then if right, I save, Right, because you
1: couldn't have multiple Right, so files you would just
0: it, let really? me like run around and like fight whoever I wanted, and right. then I would just turn the game off. And then I remember when you got blue, then, finally, I was able to kind of, like, leverage that a little bit because you did want all 151. So I think at a certain point, I let you, like, let me start Blue over for my own file. I yeah, think. because... I think that's what happened. or But we were still using the same Game Boy because we only had one.
1: I, I seem to remember getting, like, the Game Boy Pocket and having Pokemon and being like, this is pretty cool. And then a kid in school being like, you got, oh, the, game got game the Game Boy color? Boy color! Look at, I got this Bomberman game and it's got color! And I'm like, I have a Bomberman game, but it doesn't have color, like... And then I think it came out pretty soon after that. And then it it might've even been, okay, so it says
0: 99 it's Possible right. we, we might have had you got red version
1: for i christmas, almost want to say i almost want to say i got blue and silver in the same christmas i think you got that for christmas and
0: later on you got more christmas money from somebody else later down the line like if you remember sometimes we would meet with relatives or something later on i think you got money and you went out and got it within like a month at some point you got blue version then the next christmas we were gifted by our grandfather we each got a game boy color and for some reason they bought us the same color so we both had the purple one and i remember they handed them to us and then we we realized that we had a problem and they were like oh just put stickers on them so you can tell them apart or something like i don't that.
1: really remember it like that i was just i was just like okay like i Maybe that was a bigger issue for you, but I was just like, Well, so what they're the same color, like I'm just happy I got it. Okay, well that's color. good. Or we definitely I remember putting a it. sticker on mine, but I yeah, I don't we, we think We put it,
0: Pokemon stickers on yours to it make wasn't,
1: it I, I don't think I was ever like, Oh, I wish it wasn't the same color. I think there were times where it was like you thought you're like, well, that was my no, that's my Game Boy, and it's just like stupid because we just yeah, well, we were it was just whatever, kids. But... I think
0: we were just fighting over whatever anyway. Right. Yeah,
1: you seem to think
0: that we got them for Christmas as well. The Pokemon Gold and Silver,
1: I, I'm not sure about I, that, but we I definitely... do for sure because I remember playing it and it was like I remember noticing because I had played Red so hardcore. That like it'd be like oh now in the colored ones like it, I like I remember it, it being specifically like riding my bike down in one town and like this looks so much cooler with color than it did. In-
0: no, well I'm I'm just saying I thought we went into a Toys R Us and bought them or something. Like I don't remember getting them at the exact. Same I remember time, but... playing okay.
1: Pokemon Christmas Day. Okay, okay, with a Game okay. Boy Color in silver version, I definitely did that.
0: Okay, <laughs> so mind. yeah, we did that. You had silver, I had gold. We had we got the carrying cases later too. The old school. <laughs> that I feel like um, that might have been
1: like a birthday thing. Or, or no, I, I feel like we might have even got I think that. The that's same what I'm saying. And your
0: silver one is over there. I don't know what happened to the gold one we just went to grab the thing and so we have we have the game boy color here and then nick goes that's my game boy color <laughs> so it was definitely a discrepancy because it
1: it, well it's because it's the same exact thing so you just like you're just like that's gotta be mine that's mine
0: yeah for the people that watch the youtube version we'll we'll try to explain it but so what they are is like they're like a little carrying case that has like plastic on the front and in the back uh, You had like Lugia like pouch and oh, you know, ho it's a like patch. That. Yeah, pouch and you know, open it up and Good store like Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance games in there. And we each had the one that went with the game, which was pretty cool. Cause honestly, later on, mom and dad didn't really coordinate on that kind of stuff. And I'm sure they told if it was all from grandpa, I'm sure they coordinated that somehow. So yeah, so we got that, and obviously we traded and we did all that. And so for me, that gold remains my favorite Pokemon to this day. And then when Heart Gold came out, and then Heart Gold basically became my favorite because it's just better in my opinion.
1: I like silver, but I read red version is still yeah. Amazing.
0: See, whenever I talk to people, it tends to be like whatever their first experience, and it technically wasn't my first experience, but it was the first one I owned. So, well,
1: I mean, not only that, but it was also like the first game I ever beat, the first game, yeah, like right, that type of stuff.
0: Yeah, and to go back what you said earlier, like we both like RPGs because, again, if you think about it, the first games that we got super into were RPGs because they were Pokemon, like right. you got super into red and blue, and like I said, I got super into gold and silver and whatever. Some other games that we remember getting i had what was it like rugrats time machine or something and that game was uh, funny Rugrats time travelers yeah, i actually rugrats recently time watched travelers. a youtube video on it where they're talking about it's like a trash game it's <laughs> a really trash game and it was so bad that like we literally didn't even know how to like beat the first level for a while
1: i remember and i got then, pretty far no
0: in it, eventually we figured it out and we got to like we could basically beat the game but right. it took i remember a
1: long time like there was literally like it was just like a very frustrating game like there's just a, a lot too. of like gameplay stuff that was just like stupid and like poorly designed. That yeah, and, it, like, and it's a licensed yeah. game, so of course it's going to be kids. And, and there they're was not going to know what's going on. There's this one, there's even a level in it where uh, I re- I just I watched the YouTube video and I got reminded of it where it was like an Egyptian level and if you fell down a certain part you couldn't get back up to the rest of the level so you couldn't beat the level if you hadn't gotten like a collectible in a certain area and you fell down this hole because you couldn't get back (laughs) up to like and so you basically just had to restart and that game was like password based so yeah we did write down the
0: passwords for sure but yeah that game was super annoying so that that was like the other game I had besides gold and I think those two games I had those for a while Um, and then what was do you remember the second game you got? You for still game had Bomberman, which I think Bomberman you could use some color on once you had the color. Um,
1: but. I had a couple, I'm trying to think what the big oh, Wario Land 3. Wario Land 3, that's a big one. It's I love still that to this game, day,
0: I love that game too. It's really, really good. Yeah. I tried to get a complete version
1: of it. I had it digitally on, um, for the 2DS, the virtual shop, and it's still good. There are some things about it that are kind of annoying, especially getting towards some of the like later levels. It's like, yeah, I know this like cuz like every enemy in that game has like a different mechanic of stuff you can do with them. It was such an innovative game though. Like Wario
0: actually has some cool games and I I really hope that one day they do make Wario Land 5 because once they did 4 on Game Boy Advance, they started doing all the weird ones like Shake It, Wario Shake It and whatever so who knows if wario land will ever come back you had spider-man spider-man to enter electro
1: yeah that's what i was yeah that was a pretty cool game like it wasn't that was it fun. wasn't the most difficult uh game it was kind of like a beat-em-up like side-scrolling beat-em-up mm-hmm. but with some like platforming elements ish it was it was pretty fun it was easy to beat And then I was like, cool, but I also remember, like, I maybe got it for, we didn't get games, like, very often, and I remember getting it, like, for my birthday, and then beating it super quick, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's something that we
0: needed to say, too, is that our parents pretty much would only buy us stuff on our birthdays and Christmas. And pretty much not at all we <laughs> especially at this age when we were so young we didn't get like allowance or anything like no we, we
1: got allowance so at like, that young it, i don't know it, about that we got allowance but it'd be like a dollar a week or something like yeah. that so it's like well then you gotta save up 20 weeks if you want to get a 20 game but you'd be lucky if it's 20 dollars oh probably more like 30 because i think game boy games were like 30 dollars back in the
0: day yeah 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 I, I just remembered the next one that i think i got mm-hmm. donkey kong land 2
1: i remember well, that was like the first that was i think you got you got donkey kong L- land 2 even though you didn't have a game boy are you no i believe maybe then, maybe they felt
0: bad that i didn't have a game boy yet so they bought me that and I, I definitely feel Android like that happened because that's possible
1: i was like okay he does not so he can just play my game boy like i feel like that was that prop might have happened i feel i feel like we could tell because i think i i think the game had literally just come out no no you know what that's not what happened i think you just like you might have gotten that for your birthday like the same year you got pokemon they're like pick a game and you yeah pick that game. Right,
0: right right because
1: game boy color had just came out so there wasn't like a lot of color games you could pick and it did have a yellow cartridge so i think you also thought it might have been in color yeah, possibly th- yeah
0: you could see some some colors but it wasn't or maybe no actually it wasn't but yeah we went to media play which was an old store similar to like FYE is that where you got it yeah, from? Yeah, I got it from Media Play. Because I,
1: I remember I got the Pokemon and stuff uh Toys R Us. Yeah, but we were,
0: at, we were at Media Play for some reason. And again, it was one of those things where, you know, back in the day before internet was super big and all this stuff, it's like, I think we just went. And like like Nick said, there were just weren't that many games. And it was like, this looks cool. Like, never played Donkey Kong Land 1. Like, doesn't matter. Like, let's play Donkey Kong Land 2. Like, let's right. go for it. And what, what not a lot of people know about those, they're basically Donkey Kong countries, but the levels are actually completely different. So you play as like the same characters, but the levels are all different and there's this level in that game called Slime Climb. It was insane. It was one of those side-scrolling levels where the water level raises over time, and if you just take too long, you just get enveloped by it and you die. And I remember we we just hated that level because we would restart the game like years later and stuff, and we would always be like that file stuck on slime climb. I feel Don't like even I bother. I feel like I got past that
1: level at some point. No, we did. That we I got somewhat we far did. Our, there
0: were more slime climb related. Levels I
1: remember too. the level that I I mean this could I know a lot of people are pretty into like Donkey Kong Country. which would be like that would be the
0: same equivalent like
1: alternate universe of Donkey kong land 2 but i'm not too familiar with the levels that they would have in that game because i haven't really played that game very much but there was a level in donkey kong land 2 where like you had to be the spider who has to like make webs and make platforms and it was like a slime climb where it had to go up yeah i think that might have been where we like finally
0: got stuck and we're just not able to do it Cause yeah, I think there was a part where you had to platform you had, so you had to create your own platforms and there were just no other platforms and you were on a time limit. And I think on the game boy was like to use the spiders web, you had to click like start and then select and then click a or something like, it was like crazy. Like it was, cause I remember when we got the spider, we couldn't even figure out how to shoot the web for a while or something like that. But anyway, overall pretty fun game. I mean, Donkey Kong land Two was, was really cool the only other game on game boy color that i remember having was gex 3 which i bought this years later but this game was notorious in our household as like my favorite game ever i have no idea why this game is really bad but we played it a lot it had a password system i remember we just had passwords all over the place and i don't know why i loved it but i just i just really enjoyed this game so i had I think, to buy it later i think
1: the reason we probably liked that game is because we did Because we got Game Boy, like, because Game Game Boys were, like, pretty much our only consoles, really. Yeah. So we Uh, didn't know. Because we only got games every once in a while. It would be like if something caught our interest we would get it but it wouldn't necessarily be a good game so it's like gex we but, knew gex was cool but, cool, but then like, it was like oh in reality we wanted to be playing like 3d gex right like, like n64 for, gex yeah. which
0: everyone else was playing uh
1: but we had that version so it was like well it's gex so who cares and it's not even like gex was like a popular game it was just something no. that. Well. and i remembered another game i also
0: had the second gex gex entered the gecko which was the second one on game boy i think i got it way later because Cause I like Gex 3 so much and I barely played it and it like broke. Yeah, I think I, I got that. it wet or something. I feel like it, I played like, it. Like malfunctioned, too. but that one was pretty good as well. I think it's pretty th- similar. Only thing,
1: the thing that was cool about that was like that game and like gex 3 and uh, deep undercover gecko they were like similar styles of yeah games. they were almost the same they, game because sometimes really, with like yeah. game boy games it's like they can't port stuff weird or they like just decide to do something wacky with it and sometimes sequels aren't right right because obviously the these
0: before. gex are not the 3d gex like that's not what they got but they they did their own thing and they're you know i wouldn't say they're great games but definitely if you're interested in doing a handheld gex like give it a try like they're pretty interesting yeah and then two more of Note: I had Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 on Game Boy Color, which played it a lot. Don't really remember too much about it. I remember quite but, a bit about it. Okay, it wasn't it wasn't
1: like a horrible game. It was it had very uh, similar arcadey aspects as regular 3D games do, where like you know you have a certain amount of objectives you have to do. You could still get scores and stuff like that, but it was kind of like a side scrolling skateboard game
0: you had to be Um,
1: so it's like it was still cool but obviously it's not the same feeling as like feeling like you're skateboarding around and stuff but it was still it's it was similar in concept to the tony hawk games yeah and i know you eventually
0: got tony hawk's pro skater three on game boy color right uh, i'm pretty sure you did three on color yeah and and i can't remember which one it was but there was one where yeah it's a side scroller but then when you hit the vert ramp you could like turn around round or like i don't remember if that was three that's three Three?
1: yeah i remember that
0: was confusing that one was
1: a little weird that one i did not like as much and it's like it's one of those games i remember one of my friends had it too you play it because you don't have the systems tony hawks pro skater 2 had more of like a cartoony style to it where like you could still pick the skaters and stuff but they kind of look like you know it'd be like an animated cartoon where the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 was like, you're almost like a stick figure looking. I think they like tried person. to make it realistic,
0: but it was just so bad because it just didn't Right, they, didn't they have were the kind of like trying
1: to do like an isometric thing yeah. because when the Tony Hawk came games came out for the Game Boy Advance, when that eventually came out, those were almost like trying to mimic the 3D-ness. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's when
0: they got really bad, I think.
1: I don't know if they were necessarily bad. Like it was cool to see on a handheld at the time. Because it, well, even though it wasn't completely 3D, it was still, like, trying to be, like, the 3D games. And it yeah. looked... It was, like, the same levels, kind of, I think. I haven't really... I've probably played those, a f- like, handful of times. Like, yeah, I think, I think
0: Nick... Nick had, like, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4 on Game Boy Advance or something.
1: Another one, which I
0: totally forgot about, but this isn't our childhood copy, but, uh, Pokemon Pinball Game Boy Color. That oh, was definitely yeah. one that we played a lot. Did we play our cousin's version of this first? before? No i don't remember the story behind this at all and where we got it i got it
1: i got it for my birthday
0: so i wonder when that would be let's see 99 so maybe the next year yeah because it's for for game boy color
1: so it was probably like the year after that christmas that we got game boy colors oh yeah that game was really cool just because it's still really fun in terms of pinball games like any love that i have for pinball pretty much comes from like the windows 95 yep windows pinball that yeah the space like the astronaut one that was fun but like i think in order for pinball to be exciting for me like i have to do like you have to be able to like do cool stuff or go to you know different cool stages or whatever but in pokemon yeah it was uh, so focused
0: on just catching the pokemon but it was still cool
1: well no that's no i'm saying pokemon pinball's version of that was you could actually catch pokemon if you hit like a certain amount of bumpers like pokemon's would appear and then you would try to catch them yeah and uh you could try to catch them and that was always really cool and and then you want to to catch all the pokemon in that one even though it's just pinball and it's basically the same two boards the whole game is still pretty
0: yeah smart. i was gonna say i don't think there's that many boards and it, we never got the game boy advance one but that one was even better i think as far as like just upgrading all the different elements of it but other game boy color you had a tomb raider I had, game i had
1: a tomb raider game which was like I think it's called Tomb Raider Adventure. It's not horrible. It's like almost like Prince of Persia style or like old PC Prince of Persia where you have to like you have like slow jumps and you have to like time jumps perfectly where you have to like make long jumps or that type of a thing. And you had guns and it's basically like an adventure game. And obviously you didn't play it very much. I played it cause it was mine and I like didn't have any other games to play and it was fun, but it was very, you know, I would, I think I might've looked up guides for it or I don't know if we had that ability back then, but I was just like, so I would get, I remember I would get stuck and like frustrated a lot. Just I remember to watching
0: you and I remember trying to play it myself and I literally, I don't think I could do a single <laughs> thing in that game cause it was really confusing. Uh, I think that's pretty much it the next thing we really got after that is well we got Game Boy advance and we started playing some playstation 1 but right. we played playstation 1 when playstation 2 had almost come out or if not had already come out i'm pretty out. sure
1: ps2 is already out or
0: no i'm saying the that. first time we ever played it might have been before right but yeah we didn't own a ps1 until ps2 had already come out so at that point we were going to like eb games and we were just buying like whatever game we wanted because the whole playstation 1 library was already out right. so we were just buying like whatever was there and i'll say so we got our playstation one from like a family friend and they had tekken 2 and tekken 3 so those were like our first games on there both pretty fun games i'm trying to remember like the first game i mean i went out and bought marvel vs capcom i know that from eb games i think i paid twenty dollars and we played i played that a bunch right. and that obviously like shows i still love marvel vs capcom even today got the arcade cabinet of the original which is really cool to have yeah it's over there if you've seen my other video you know that i have it and i do still have my childhood copy of marvel vs capcom i'm trying to remember you rented mega man legends from blockbuster and yes. then you bought it afterwards yeah which we used to be able to do some people don't remember that but we used to do that sometimes did they have that option you could
1: just if you wanted to you could buy it like the rentable version of the game no
0: so. i think it was like certain ones you could purchase and there would like have right. a specific price and they
1: just happened to have that one. right
0: right like i think there was like literally like a bin and you would go well, to the well i think and it was like, also like it was, that was literally like the end of blockbuster i feel like it could have been getting close, close getting end. close yeah i will say too for playstation a lot of our games were like nick's friends games that we borrowed like we borrowed final fantasy 7 we borrowed final fantasy 8 like like your friend aaron or Corey. like we would basically just borrow all their games and that's how we played And essentially the ps1
1: that we did get was essentially borrowed well like given yeah. to us but it was like a hand-me-down like that's pretty much
0: right and that's what's funny because that's what it took like getting our parents to actually get us the console was like way later and basically forced our parents into accepting it from somebody else so it kind of makes sense so a lot of our playstation games were just like at the time playstation 2 was out so all our friends were just like letting us borrow their playstation 1 games because i just didn't care about them anymore they were too busy playing final fantasy X or something so i'm trying to think of anything else so we really enjoyed mega man legends so much so that i went out and bought mega man legends 2 which i struggled with it for a long time still haven't completed it it's you on my still list still have it right I still have it, and I'm trying to look at the list. I, oh yeah, my dad bought me some Galaga game. Galaga game. I played it like three times. It was okay. It was it was kind of interesting, but it just wasn't for me. You don't still me. have that? No, I have that. Yeah. I have that too. I'm I'm trying to look at the PlayStation stuff. Oh, Legend of Dragoon. Yeah. I went to Best Buy.
1: I thought you got Legend of Dragoon from Blockbuster as well. No,
0: no, no. It was. I think it was actually Best Buy. I went to Best Buy. I looked at the RPG section. I was gonna like buy Final Fantasy VII, I think, but I was like, no, I already played that. And I saw Legend of Dragoon and I'm like, oh, this looks similar. It was greatest hits because by then everything was greatest hits because we were like at the end of the life cycle pick that up that's one of my favorite rpgs which i need to get back to and play again
1: if we ever had ps1 games it was like pretty random because ps1 was pretty much phased out at that point yeah. in terms of what you could like buy in stores for it when i was in college i had i ordered uh silent hill 1 for ps1 and i don't remember how i played it or i feel like no because the ps2 could play ps1 right it you like it the ps2 we have yeah, yeah. currently does not work wa- played them very well anymore but, but i believe i played can, silent yeah. hill one on my ps2 no but i mean, wasn't do you really...
0: remember do you remember any other ones at that time i we borrowed a lot of stuff we borrowed digimon world from nick's friend aaron very fun game we borrowed final fantasy tactics which ended up becoming like one of my favorite games and i played that a ton until i got stuck at a certain point
1: ps1 things that i remember is it was like fighting games we had I don't know what Did i was we, talking about oh soul like. blade we had soul blade so we had soul blade which is like precursor to soul caliber which not a lot of people know about and it's good everyone just knows, yeah it's pretty good and like tekken 2 and tekken 3 mm. those are that's like the majority we, we really only owned
0: early. like seven or eight games that were actually ours because that's then, pretty much i all mean the them. big
1: one is we already kind of talked about the series would be tony hawk 2 i think i bought that from blockbuster and like i had already played it at my friend's house like a lot like in elementary school and then i finally got it myself and i played a ton of that i played a ton of tony hawk 3 that we rented from blockbuster a lot. yeah i was gonna say
0: i don't even remember you owning two but i definitely remember we played three a lot and that was probably like the playstation game i played the most because like literally everybody had those games so i like i remember going to like a friend's house and playing it and going somewhere else but you played
1: three the most no two right
0: two two but some people had three too you know what i mean like yeah. also yeah i think that that's pretty much it for that
1: and then i remember three being like I, I remember liking it but i remember in terms of like two i could like do some of the objectives and stuff and three i was like what the how how do i i have to go to the top of this roof and then i have to grind across like a very I, I don't even really
0: remember three. I remember two, definitely. And I remember one because of the N64 version, mostly, mm-hmm. that people had. Then for our PlayStation 2, we also bought used off your... Well, we bought that used off your friend. And even that, I think, was the Slim already out? Probably. I think the sure. Slim was already out. So even PS2, we jumped in again, like, pretty much right. at the end of the console's life. And right, I think Chaos pretty- Legion was the first game you got. Legion, Chaos Legion, yeah. Capcom game. It. uh, I don't like it. I don't even know how to it explain it. Is,
1: it's is, like is, Devil May Cry. Yeah, I was going to
0: say, maybe but Devil May it Cry. it uses some
1: weird system, uh, where you have, like, not ghosts, but, like... Spirits sp- or something. Spirit, like, knights that come. But it's, like, a power that you can use. Like, you have, like, a certain type of mana for it. And you can lose it, but it's... Like, they never have pickups in the game, so, like, and it's, they're super strong, and the game was hard, so, like, you would use them to get past certain points, but then you'd never be able to refill it to use them again, and then it was just Mm. hard, and it was just, I mean, I also haven't played it since I, like, first got it, because, so maybe I'm definitely better at video games now. Yeah, but I remember it was ridiculously
0: hard. We just couldn't figure it out, but, and I remember you also bought the bouncer, and it didn't work, and you were, like, so mad.
1: Uh, it wasn't that it didn't work, is that it worked and then you get to the end of the first level and it froze. Yeah, but and that, that you means the game. Get it to, I tried it like a million times. I'm like, All right, this time it's going to get past that part. But isn't that funny it as a kid? Did.
0: You're like, yeah, like even whatever we paid for it, you were like, I got to get my money. So we're like, I got to keep trying. It's like, instead that was, of just getting
1: a different one. That was back in like EB Games days. Yeah, and that was before they would be like, f- oh, you want a protection plan or whatever. Hmm. So, I mean, not that I would have bought it anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah, I will say like, we had a lot of PS2 games as well. but i would say the majority of them were not bought like new not necessarily not bought new but they were like budget titles that we had bought because we had access to like the whole library right So we went out and bought like things that we thought were cool. Well, we did play Guitar Hero. So we had Guitar Hero 2 and 3 on PS2. We had Rocks the 80s, which is my favorite Guitar Hero. I went out and bought Shadow of the Colossus when it was already Greatest Hits. That's one of my favorites. We had SSX on tour, which we had a demo disc of. That's a really good game. Very Tony Hawk-esque, but snowboarding. Really good soundtrack. It's got like the hives. It's got like Billy Idol. You bought me this game called Under the Skin which is a capcom game and it's really weird and he wanted it so he bought it for for me for christmas and i was so mad at him honestly because i didn't want it at all Maybe I'll put some footage. But you here. know it's what? Really now weird. you got a nice
1: uh, obscure
0: game story to tell about it so. on this podcast, right? We had Ultimate Alliance. Oh, right, and Mega Man or not Mega Man Legends, X Men Legends, and I think we X-Men rented X Men Legends two. Or do you have two?
1: Never played the first one. At least I didn't. I I, I did. I Where did. did you play the first? Mike one? Mike on. Uh I didn't play the first one, but I got the second one. Like it was had just came out, and I got that for my birthday one year and I beat that I like that 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 game is really fun but going back and playing it uh it's still good but it's like they pretty much perfected the uh yeah that that genre came a long way that's like the old school like gauntlet
0: dungeon crawler kind of mechanic
1: it's a little dated at least the graphics are for sure uh but it's still a good game and, and it's core I guess I would say but that was like also the precursor for ultimate alliance and stuff like that
0: Yeah, I played a lot of Marvel Ultimate Alliance back in the day, for sure. Because then when I got my 360, I also got that again for some reason. So I played it again. Again, we, we rented or borrowed a lot of games. I know you borrowed Final Fantasy X at a point. I borrowed Final Fantasy XII from my friend Matt. I enjoyed that game a lot. At the time, I'm trying to think of anything else on PS2. Oh, I got a, a Shaman King game PS2, yeah. that was really cool. It was like a strategy RPG that also had like a fighting game in it, which was super interesting.
1: I had Mercenaries. Oh, yeah. I mercenaries thought it was cool, was cool because pretty much. Even though we had a PS2 and we could get games for it, I was not old enough to buy M-rated games and my parents definitely wouldn't do it. So I had Mercenaries and that was rated teen, but it was like, I felt like, felt like all my was, friends and yeah. stuff were like playing GTA, but I felt they played Mercenaries too and I felt like it was kind of, it was open world. So it's like, it's like GTA or whatever. And you were like blow stuff
0: up. It wasn't right. like it was like a kid's game. Yeah.
1: But uh, that game i'd have to go back and play it but i see i just remember never being able to know what to do in that game like i think i got to i like couldn't figure out like i'm like there's got to be a main mission i have to go to or do something and then like i could never figure out where it was and it was just like a big open world and i'm like am i just like missing it every time i'm going like i couldn't figure out what to do in the game so i just stopped playing it but
0: i do remember having a lot of fun with it just i was running around blowing stuff up though and yeah it was, cool was cause it, was it was cool because it was like north
1: korea and south korea and there's different factions going around and they'd have like bases and camps and you just kind of like go around and it would just kind of like reset itself if, unless you were doing, like, the missions and the story. So, it's at the end of the day, there's pretty much only so much you could do in it. Um, you also had the DC Heroes, which
0: was basically Ultimate Alliance, but for DC characters. That one was yeah. pretty good as
1: well. Um, that was a fun game. I actually like yeah. that better than like looking back at it i like that better than x-men legends i think so too i because that one was way later released it also had like a cooler like in x-men legends 2 like you could change your skin but you'd have to like i think you had to level people up to get different skins maybe or like there wasn't as many or i don't know i think bioware did that did the uh DC Heroes one really? I, yeah. I don't know. So there was more like RPG elements in yeah, very well. good game and don't yeah.
0: hear everyone anyone ever talking about it. Another one that we're forgetting is we we definitely borrowed Kingdom Hearts from your friend Corey and I bought Kingdom Hearts yeah. 2 the day it came out and I still own that copy as well. Played that game a ton. I can't believe I even forgot about it. Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts, Hearts 2 is probably
1: the best Kingdom heart
0: I think it probably is too, but I hate Roxas's part in the beginning. Yeah. I played it like 50 times and sometimes by the time I finish that part i'd be like i don't feel like playing this game anymore i I feel like i'd always want to restart the game and then i'd always get to that part and i would just be like oh and i the only other thing i want to mention did you ever like beat and play kingdom hearts one i did later because i have the collection on ps3 but i don't think i did originally because i think you mostly played it the other two i'll mention you borrowed dragon quest 8 which is good game i remember watching you playing and being like this looks awesome But I never played it. Oh,
1: well, that's actually funny because, like, now I feel like uh, Dragon Quest to me is, like, the best RPG if you just want to, like, play an RPG. It is,
0: I think. A mindless
1: RPG and you just want to grind and, you know, do whatever in the background. Back. Nobody really, like, knew about it. Well,. It was that's, always super
0: underground. That's true, beginning. but I'm
1: talking more in terms of I'd played it and I was like cuz I was you, you everyone was used to like Final Fantasy games mm-hmm. in terms of RPGs and the story was just like so basic to me and like so like and then like I remember I got to maybe like the first boss or something and just getting like wrecked because I didn't realize. You didn't grind nearly I, enough. I, no, yeah. I didn't. And I was just like, well, this is trash. Like, it doesn't even have, it's like a cutesy thing and it doesn't even have like that good of a story. It's <laughs> not like that. And I just didn't play it and then for whatever reason years later i like went back i was like oh maybe i'll try it again because i read realized like i played other rpgs and stuff and had been like oh i might have to actually like level up a little bit right and- yeah
0: i think dragon quest is the one series that i'm really kicking myself that i didn't get into earlier because even that like i might have played like a very small amount of eight never touched another one until i got to basically dragon quest 11 oh i pl- i played like a very small amount of dragon quest 9 on ds and i don't know why i stopped playing it and then i played dragon quest 11 and now i'm like wow i wish i had played every single one because they're really good
1: well i feel like if you were to play a dragon quest the first one you shouldn't pl- shouldn't play it on a handheld first because that can that is also like on a handheld you're looking for like something to make The experience more than just like grinding
0: an RPG, right? I will say too, like I got a little bit off put by Nine because the main character is not like a set character. Oh yeah, that's true. Nine, you're like a lot.
1: You're just like a custom character, right?
0: And I remember again, it might have been like a little bit of an RPG snob of me at the time, but I was like, I don't like that the main character isn't really like a defined person with a defined that's like, backstory. like every dragon
1: quest game though no they
0: all have defined <laughs> characters and names but a- anyway the only other game i'll mention too is i think i got this one pretty late as well i think i got it from best Buy or circuit, maybe circuit city back rest in peace circuit city matrix path of neo which is actually a pretty fun game oh, and yeah, i beat game. i beat it and a lot of the, the all pretty much all the other matrix games were trash and this one was actually pretty cool i don't even know how to explain it like it was an action game like i don't know how to explain it but it was pretty fun it's definitely worth looking into if you like matrix stuff um i think that was pretty much all the ps2 and i think that is gonna be the end of this podcast episode we'll probably have to do a follow-up episode at some point we kind of skipped right over gameboy advance so we'll probably have to go back to that but we're kind of running out of stuff because in a little bit longer where we have separated and we it's not really our childhood anymore but we do need to cover Game Boy advance so thank you guys for listening to episode 7 of gaming with passion if you want to see more visual components especially about the Atari 400 be sure to check out the youtube version of this podcast available on youtube.com slash snickerman till next time guys peace out